0: Welcome to Spark the Podcast. We are a group of Christian creatives seeking to connect with God and grow in our faith. We believe in the power
1: of testimony and the blessings that come with being in community with others. Let's be honest,
0: we just can't do it alone. We want to invite you to be a part of it, whether your coffee is running low or you're on the go. Come join the conversation.
1: Hello and welcome back to Spark the Podcast. I'm Jenna Schottmeyer here with our other host, McKenna Saylor. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. And today we have on Cassie Clare, owner of Cassie Clare Photography and Love Odette Clothing Boutique. We are so excited to talk about seasons of change. Cassie, you have been on the podcast before and you shared your testimony with us. And I just particularly loved that episode. So if you guys haven't listened to it, make sure you go back and check it out. And this is kind of a little bit more recently what's going on. And uh, I know what you know, since 2020, we've all kind of gone through a lot of different change in all of our own lives. So I'm just so excited to dive into that. So Cassie, thank you so much for being here. And would you like to just kick us
2: off and tell us what's been going on? Absolutely. Hi, friends. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, McKenna and Jenna for having me. Um, You know, I was actually talking to Jenna over the weekend, and that's kind of what sparked this um, conversation in my head that I wanted to share with you guys. But Um, Yeah, we are now in November. Today is officially November, which is blowing my mind, of 2022. And I just was reflecting about how it still kind of feels like 2019 was yesterday. And this whole pandemic (laughs) thing that we've lived through seems like, at least to me, like it was just this, uh, at the time, it felt like a very long period of time. But now it just kind of feels like a blip on the radar because I feel like we, especially this summer, have kind of come out of the pandemic it feels like everybody's been traveling to europe (laughs) they've been Mm -hmm. you know out and about again and you know living their lives again which is so nice to see but through that i mean we have collectively lived through a period of trauma and i think you know while we are kind of feeling like we're at this light at the end of the tunnel and things are starting to normalize we might not yet feel normal quote unquote Um, more accurately, we might not feel the same as we did before the pandemic. So life might look really different for you now. This has been a global season of change, of loss, of growth. Your family might look vastly different today than it did in 2019. Maybe you've switched careers. Maybe you've gotten married or sadly divorced. Maybe you've had a baby or struggled to conceive. Um, Maybe you've moved into a different home or even to a different state or a different country. Maybe, honestly, maybe nothing major changed on the outside, but internally, you just feel like a different person. So for me, I think my season of change has been a bit of external, but a whole lot of internal. So I definitely relate to that last category. Um, I guess like the external things for me was my career as a wedding photographer was just abruptly halted. For about eight months, weddings were discouraged and even banned in a lot of places, So I definitely struggled with my identity during that time. And I turned to God in my confusion. Um, And I remember him saying, um, my daughter, you are so much more than weddings. But then weddings picked up again. And I was just so desperate to find that level of normalcy again and excited to jump back into weddings. I, I kind of just pushed aside what God had said to me. And I was like, if I can just jump back on this hamster wheel. I'll know who I am again. I'll figure it out. <laughs> and some days it definitely felt like I was back. Some days I couldn't relate to that person at all. So it was kind of like a, a juggling mat. You know, every day it's like, am I, am I still Cassie Claire? Am I somebody totally different? Um, and so much had changed in the world around me too. So, I mean, I feel like we can all definitely relate to that. Um, but anyway, through it all, trying to find that normalcy, I tried to suppress that voice that was saying, you're more than weddings. I don't know how to be more than weddings. I've had other dreams in my life, but it's scary, it's intimidating. And even though sometimes change can be absolutely wonderful, I feel like the unknown is always a little bit scary. Um, So (laughs) while I have found and always probably will find weddings to be fulfilling, um, jumping back on that hamster wheel just didn't feel the same. Yes, the weddings are magical, amazing. I'm so obsessed with my clients. But I just couldn't get that voice out of my head that maybe there was more for me in the future. And so very slowly, I started to ask God, okay, what else is there? And as always, when we ask God things, we always want an instant reply, which did not happen. But instead, over the next couple of months, two new dreams kind of surfaced. Um, The first one, I felt a very big urge to start a family, which if anybody knows me, they know I have always been on the fence. Like whenever people, uh, for those who don't know me, I'm 36 years old. So at most point, or for most women, you know, who want kids, they tend to try to have them earlier. So people very commonly ask me, are you going to have a family? Are you going to have a family? And I've always been very 50-50. Like I could see a world with kids. I could see a world without kids. But then suddenly that dream hit me like an anvil to the head where I just like needed kids like (laughs) right now (laughs) which is like so like that urge is so foreign to me so like I definitely think that was an external um you know external dream that got implanted um and the second dream was like even more out of left field than that (laughs) which was I had just this vision of opening a clothing boutique so yes I've always loved new clothes getting dressed up expressing myself through clothes But like, I literally had nowhere to start with that one. Um, So yeah, anyway, these two dreams just sort of showed up. And I'm fully on board with both of them. But (laughs) you know, all in God's timing. Um, So far, one dream has come true. The other is still in the works. um, But I am happy to share that I now own a clothing boutique called Love Odette.
0: Yay! And it's so exciting. I've gotten to be a model a couple of times, and I love getting to work with you, Cassie. And my uh, favorite model, JK. I love them all, but I love okay. my uh But it's always so funny because I remember the kids um, phase you went through, where you were like, you know, we just kind of Chris and I just wish that, like, you know, the kid would show up and it would be like five years old and kind of doing its own thing. Yeah, we, you know, we want to skip like the baby thing or like the having to change the diapers. And now you both are kind of like, oh, we're on the same page. Oh, diapers, we got this, you know? And so I think like a lot of us has definitely can relate to those big life changes over the past two years. I mean, I got married, you know, so it's like a big change and um, actually met and married between 2019 and, you know, 2020, 2022. So it's kind of crazy. But I am curious how you went from the dream stage, you know, of like really seeing these things kind of, oh, I can see it, but like, how do I make it happen to the reality stage? Um, Could you share a little bit more about that? Yeah, totally. Um, So it was definitely a slow
2: burn at first until it wasn't. And then suddenly it was like dynamite (laughs) explosion. Um, So like I said before, clothing has always been a form of self-expression for me. But for most of 2020, like all of us, I was all dressed up with no place to go. (laughs) And by (laughs) all dressed up, I mean, I sat around in my pajamas staring at my closet. (laughs) (laughs) So I think um, on the hunt for that kind of dopamine hit that we get when we are out in public with our friends doing things I started online shopping and yes there are definitely way worse ways to get a dopamine hit but mm. <laughs> um for me that's what did it for me I was like well I can't go anywhere but at least I can pretend you know for a minute <laughs> um, yeah. so through all that online shopping I definitely started to see a need for kind of a boutique where I would want to shop, you know, something that had curated options. It wasn't just like thousands and thousands of pages to scroll for, uh, through, um, high quality clothing. Cause a lot of times you buy things online and it's junk and you hate it. <laughs> and, um, I wanted things to be at an attainable price point because, you know, I mean, we all have a lot of things we want to invest in, in life. So try to keep it, um, as, uh, as what's the word <laughs> as, uh, approachable as possible, <laughs> Anyway, um, all that said, I had the dream, but I didn't go to fashion school. I knew nothing about retail. I never—I literally never even worked in retail. The closest to retail, I would say, is when I waited tables. So that world to me was so, so, so foreign. Um, and I think in the back of my head, I just kind of thought to myself, like, okay, God, if this dream was, like, really from you, you're going to have to jumpstart this engine somehow. Um, so as God does, he did. But one day this past <laughs> March, <laughs> I was sitting on the couch. And I literally got a targeted ad for a brand that I love. And they mentioned they were going to be at this particular expo. And just, it was like the flash of lightning. Like I just immediately started Googling and suddenly all the floodgates opened, and I could just see the entire vision. I could see the website. I could see the inventory. I could see every little step I needed to take, which is insane. Um, So I found some online. Immediately mapped out my business plan. All of my training from owning my photography business for a decade kicked in, and suddenly I was creating a brand outline, picking a color palette, defining my ideal client, picking a name, forming my LLC, booking flights to go meet with designers, rearranging my home to make space for inventory at a shipping station, setting up bank accounts, credit cards. I flew through all of the steps. Yes, I hit hiccup after hiccup, but I just pushed through all by myself, and I didn't pray about a thing. I did it all on my own strength. I was too excited about this dream and I had too much work to do and I had way too many cry on the floor moments, but I was not gonna go to God about this because this was my dream. He gave me the vision, I wanted to run with it. I was definitely being like that um, like 17 year old kid who's like, it's my life, butt out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, you know, that whole, like you're old enough to make your own decisions and you think that your way is the best and you really don't wanna listen to anybody else but ultimately your life would definitely be easier if you let your parents help you. (laughs) Um, So I think the reasoning why I was being so stubborn about that um, is because I spent all of 2020 and most of 2021 in a free fall. Life was out of control around me. And I think I just was so excited to finally have something that I can control myself. I had these skills. I could do it. And, I think it was very, you know, I'm all grown up. I don't need my parents anymore. But as you can guess, that is definitely no way to live. And while I launched the boutique in early July, I already knew I had to make some very, very big changes.
1: Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's such a roller coaster. And I know that like, it's so interesting, even in journeying with God, you know, like sometimes like like it is, it does make sense to like take it and run with it. Like, I think like that is what God asks us to do. Like I was just, they were talking about in church, how, um, you know, we don't just get this list of 10 things that God tells us exactly what to do. And Mm -hmm. I really, really, really wish that we did. Yeah, I really (laughs) wish we did. I wish that he's like, okay, if you just do these things, this is exactly what I'm asking you to do. (laughs) So, um, I think that's like really, I don't know, can be really relatable on a lot of, um, different ways. And, um, also just kind of, you know, congrats on this whole launch of everything. And I'm just so excited that it came out in July and everything. And I've just loved watching it all come together. And I guess I would just love to hear, you know, more about more about those changes and how the Lord is kind of meeting you in this place and how, you know, if you're making a change, like what that's going to look like.
2: Yeah, definitely. For sure. Um, so, yeah, so the the launch in July went amazing, which, you know, of course, at that stage where it's i'm I'm fiercely independent and I'm doing it all myself, I was really excited. We sold out of some things. I had to restock. i And I just felt like, yay, I did it. Like the train came <laughs> through. And people have been so, 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 so supportive. And I just it was a lot of really, really good feelings. But even with all of those really, really good feelings, I did feel like something was missing. And once, you know, things kind of died down after the launch, obviously like people can't keep their excitement at a hundred all the time. (laughs) So uh, once like things calmed down a little bit um, and I really like, I guess I had time to kind of sit with myself again and, and realize like how much work still needed to be done. The launch is like, it's it. Okay. We did it. We're launched the website's live. And it's like, no, that's just the beginning. So suddenly I'm, you know, staring down the barrel at all this other work to be done And I think I was already very exhausted because on paper, it was, you know, it only been four months. I got the dream and launched it. And it was such a short period of time. But in reality, for a lot of other companies and businesses, I was taking what would normally take an organization like one and a half to two years. And I condensed it into four months and just like worked my butt off on top of still (laughs) photographing weddings and managing that business. Um, And then on top of that it's like that's already a lot of pressure but then I was putting even more pressure on myself to create this shopping experience that rivals all of the top brands like one of my biggest you know companies that I would look to was anthropology like I just want to be like even better than anthropology like no pressure right <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's like okay in those brands they have huge staffs but for me I'm the buyer I'm the social media manager the customer service representative the shipper inventory marketing social media the photographer like I'm literally doing it all (laughs) and that's on top of you know my other business you're even modeling sometimes too Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah
0: you want to be the face too
2: yeah yes and like begging all my friends to model so Mm -hmm. it's just like it was it's it is a lot it is currently still a lot it will continue to be a lot the difference is that I had been doing it all in my own strengths and not asking or inviting God to partake at all. Um, And I definitely, I had a breakdown one day. So this was kind of my turning point was um, it was post launch, you know, sales were kind of dwindling because the excitement isn't really there as much. And I'm still figuring out, figuring out how to online market. Um, And I just had a breakdown crying on the floor as one does. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I just, you know, kind of finally, called out to God and I admitted my stubbornness um but I I was like God I don't get it like I'm pushing out all this quality content like I've been a wedding photographer for 10 years like I I feel like I know how this should work like why isn't this working and <laughs> and I just uh you know I actually I went to Chris and was you know admitting to him how stubborn I'd been because I didn't I didn't want to like fully admit it to God right away so I was admitting it to Chris and I was like I just, I don't know why, but like, I just can't let God into this. Like, I don't know why I'm being so stubborn. I can't figure it out. Like, I don't know. And then like, after I said it to Chris out loud and it's like, you know, obviously like God can hear all your conversations. So (laughs) like, like two little kids, like talking to their parents behind their back. Um, But anyway, so I finally like broke down and, uh, and asked God like, all right, what do I need to do? And then that day I'm looking at my verse of the day app on the Bible app. Um, And I just like immediately started crying because like, you know, sometimes we ask God for things and we don't get an answer right away. Other times, like the second we open our like prayer to him, he like slaps us in the face. And this Mm. was one of those moments. Um, The verse of the day said, remain in me and I in you. Just as a branch is unable to produce fruit by itself, unless it remains on the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. (laughs) Oh, so I was absolutely trying to produce my own fruit as a branch, not attached to the vine. Um, And the the tricky thing is, and I feel like, you know, sometimes we don't notice maybe that we're not, quote unquote, on the vine. Um, And I think Satan lets us uh, fall into some safety and security because the thing is, is I was producing some fruit, but it was just enough to make me feel like all of my control was working and also so little fruit that I constantly felt like a failure. So it's kind of like the fruit that I was producing was like little shriveled grapes, (laughs) but then you compare it to what, you know, God is capable of. Anyway, back to that verse of the day. um, There's always like a a little devotional when you tap the verse of the day, um, you know, that expands upon it. And I'd like to share that part as well. It says, as you begin any project or task, take a moment to tell Jesus that you are depending entirely on him for the grace, wisdom, and strength to do it all. This ensures that you will do it with his help rather than laboring in your own strength and abilities. Any burden is lighter when it is borne by two instead of one. Therefore, I urge you to ask for and receive all the help that you can from God, who never grows weary. Then after having successfully completed your task, remember to thank God for his help. And the prayer that they paired with that says, Father, forgive me for all the times I have labored in my own strength. I recognize that I need you at all times and I want to abide in you so that I may bear good fruit. Thank you in advance for giving me more than enough strength, wisdom and creativity to carry out the tasks ahead of me. Help me to always lean and rely
0: on you. I love that, Cassie. And there's so many like encouraging words and um, and just that God does want to be by your side. He doesn't want to be pushed to the side. And I feel like it's almost like when you're starting a new business because, you know, I'm also a wedding photographer and Jenna owns her own businesses too. And, you know, I feel like it's one of those things like you, a marriage doesn't really survive without God in the middle of it. Like How would you mm-hmm. expect a business to? A hundred percent. I think when those words like that's what kept hitting me is like, well, you're going to your husband, which is great. But where's God in that? And, you know, you don't expect your marriage to survive without God. So you can't expect a business to either. Um, But I'd love you to share um, about any changes since inviting God into your business as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely still in the thick of it. Yeah. <laughs> this is all happening. <laughs> Six uh, months new. I mean, yeah, <laughs>
2: it's, it's. I think it's really good to talk about things while you're going through them, though. I think, I think often, you know, we only look at God's testimonies it, it from hindsight and past tense, and that is beautiful and. Believe me, I'm sure there's so much more clarity when looking at it from hindsight. And hopefully, in a few months, like when I am on the hindsight side of this, I can even look back on this conversation and be like, wow, I was still just in the middle of it. Um, But I do think, like, sometimes the rawness of being in the moment and in this transition with God, like, needs to be shared as well, because, you know, maybe anybody listening, like you're probably not on the other side of your battles yet. You're probably not on the other side of the changes that you're going through yet. And hopefully hearing from somebody who's still daily, like trying to make these changes and daily trying to remember to invite God into things like will be an encouragement to you to do the same thing. Um, And I have like already, I mean, it's only been, oh gosh, I think this was like a month ago that I really started to Maybe not even a month, maybe even a few weeks, but I feel like it was probably a month ago. <laughs> no concept of time. But anyway, um, it was probably only a month ago that I was really starting to have these conversations with God and really um, like ask him to be a part of this with me. And since then, I've definitely felt his presence come into things. Um, I also... Um, Actually, one of the one of the most obvious ones I'm going to share because Jenna is on this call. So, Jenna, I'm assuming you shared my name with your cousin, Michelle. Um, Yeah. yeah, Yes. Confirmation. (laughs) 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 Michelle Struss has been on the podcast. If you haven't listened to her episode. Oh, my gosh. I was listening to it on the way up. Um, this past weekend to the event I'm about to tell you about, and I was just bawling in tears. It's so, so good, so good. Oh mm-hmm. if you just if you are feeling any sort of disconnectedness to God, please go listen to that episode because I just was like, oh, oh, so good, just so good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Michelle, out of nowhere, very kindly invited um, me and several other small businesses. Um, also, uh, I think they were all owned by Christian women. Um, but we, you know, she put together essentially this pop-up holiday shopping event. And guys, I did nothing. I did no work for this. Like, I, I, I'm i going to tell you really quick. I hosted a pop-up myself, uh, September. That took so much work, energy, everything. I mean, it took everything out of me. It was so much. And I literally, like, crashed the day after as if I would photographed, like, a 12-hour wedding day. It was just so exhausting. And... To give you like a, I guess, a, um a side by side image. That first pop-up that I did entirely on my own strength was exhausting. <laughs> yes, it was fun, but it was extremely taxing on me mentally, physically, emotionally. We moved like just tons of stuff in and out of U Hauls. Uh, it was just, it was a lot. On the flip side, once I finally invited <laughs> God into the business. One of the first things I feel like he did was give me this image of how it could be. And Mm. for this pop-up, Michelle invited me and her and her family put together the most beautiful event of all time. And, you know, we kind of just showed up, set up. We prayed together. It was amazing. And that whole day felt nothing but fulfilling. Every person we talked to, every person, you know, um, vendor that I met, the entire thing from start to finish just felt good and happy and like, not a burden. And so it's Mm -hmm. funny just to compare these two experiences side by side where, you know, one that I did entirely on my own strength felt like work. (laughs) And one that I did at the invitation of God through Michelle, just felt light and happy and easy. And so I mean, that's just like, that's kind of like one of the big (laughs) uh, visuals that I've already gotten to see. Um, But I also think like on that note, sometimes, you know, sometimes God gives us a dream or a promise and he doesn't fulfill it right away or in the timing that you want. Um, And I think of Sarah and Abraham who were promised a child and they had to wait and wait and wait and wait. Mm. And when God finally, you know, fulfilled that promise in his timing, Abraham not just had a child, but he became the father of all the nations. So Mm -hmm. I guess the thing that I have been learning in addition to seeing you know his hand already is just i'm gonna do my best to enjoy the waiting as the business grows to whatever level he wants it doesn't need to be the biggest thing you know it's just it's a fun creative outlet for me um we're also you know as i mentioned at the beginning we are still currently in the waiting stage to see how god's going to answer our dream of having a child so i definitely relate to sarah and abraham on that level as well um anyway
0: it's so Three. funny that you just oh, yeah. said that Good because time. this morning, um, Steph uh, from To Media, but she's also been on the, the podcast and stuff yeah. too, but she sent me this thing because she was thinking about me, but she's like, um, it goes, it's like a little testimony that she's been reading every morning. And this one is like, we'd all probably like to fast forward through trials. Sometimes in the hard places, it feels as if God is taking things away from us when he's actually giving us a good gift. He's teaching us to depend on him, to trust him, to rely on him. He causes, uh, he causes us to hunger and thirst for him, but then he feeds us with what he, we need most. God gives us the gift of himself. The hardest places can often be the holiest places. And I'm like, Oh, I love that. Like the hardest places can also can often be the holiest places. The spaces where God does some of his greatest work Will you let him do the heart, hard work? Oh, sorry, the heart. Yeah. Will you let him do the hard work even when it is a hard place? And it's just like leaves it as a question. And will you keep trusting him, obeying him, and seeking him even when it's difficult? And I feel like you're probably going to go through like a lot more harder times with like love, odette than probably yeah. <laughs> easier, you know, especially coming up and just with all the advertising and sales and just things that like need to be turned around so that you can be making more of a profit. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, I love this because it's saying, like, don't turn away from him at all on that. Like, he's going to be the, right beside you. But also, like, when you trust him, good things are going to come from that. I love that so stinking much. And I feel like it actually,
2: I, I had one more verse that I was going to share. And I was kind of not sure how I was going to tie it in. And now I'm like, wait, <laughs> you <laughs> you just brought it together. But um another verse that I've been like dwelling you know kind of dwelling on was excuse me it says no discipline seems enjoyable at the time but Mm. painful later on however it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it which is from um, Hebrews 12 11 and I feel like that's exactly what you're saying it's like there's going to be more bumps in the road but it's like If I truly believe that I can remain in God and pray for his wisdom, his strength, his creativity, as I carry out my daily work, then those bumps are not going to seem nearly as painful. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So I would say that's my prayer for everybody listening as well. If you have gone or currently gone through or gone through going through a big life change, or you've been given a new dream and you find yourself asking where do I even start? Um, Step one, invite God into the journey. Don't do it like I did, where you just <laughs> bullhead your way through everything. I would say, step one, just invite God in every day. Invite him into your work. Um, and I definitely am saying this to you just as much as to myself. Um, and with that, I'm going to leave you one last verse of encouragement. And I'm, I'm sure a, a lot of you were probably already thinking of this verse when you heard me being so stubborn. <laughs> but um, Proverbs 16, 9 says, in his heart, a man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. Mm. Oh, Cassie, I just love this whole
1: topic of conversation because I feel like, especially with creative businesses and with launching things and and doing things, I feel like you know it's that first dream of God. And then recently, I've actually been pretty convicted of just like taking because I feel like personally we kind of all have our different ways of you know um, interacting with God and having the businesses, but. I definitely, you know, the dream I feel like starts with the Lord. Like usually it'll come to me in church or in Bible study or something where I just know it's from the Lord. And then I feel like he's just sitting next to me as like on my, as I'm on my computer and we just kind of work together. But I noticed that having that conversation with God, you know, and like, that's like where I'm, you know, working on it. And I feel like in the last two weeks, especially there's been so many different times where it's like almost comical. Like I pray a very specific thing and then like, bam, like God just answers it. And I'm just so shocked. I mean, I've been a Christian for how long, but it's still like shocking when like the God of the universe answers you. And yeah. So I feel like this is like, you know, even... Um, just another, just this whole topic of conversation is just another encouragement for me. And I hope for everyone listening to mm-hmm. just in your own way and however you struggle with listening to God and hearing God and, and building your dreams with God, that you would just uh, just be encouraged. And so Cassie, thank you so much for sharing all of this and just being so open and vulnerable and um, yeah, just letting us into all of that story. And I know that I definitely want our listeners to be able to find you and continue to follow you. So if you just share us your website, Instagram, the photography,
2: the boutique and everything. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for having me and, you know, letting me share some of the, um, the chaos that has been my (laughs) crazy year, (laughs) Um, but I love every minute of it. And, uh, yes. Okay. So let's see, I'll start with the boutique because that's fun and new and exciting. Um, so the boutique is called love Odette. Um, Just quickly, the little insight into the name is I just thought Odette was um, the prettiest, like, I don't know, just the prettiest name ever. It just made me feel like it's some like super chic French, you know, Parisian woman walking down the street. (laughs) She's perfect in every way.
0: Oh, (laughs) it is. (laughs)
2: It is. And then McKenna actually helped me um, with the name. So I had like a list of names that I was really like mulling over and like long story short, McKenna paired together two of my words, which was love and Odette. She just, she wrote, what about love comma Odette? And it was like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> and, like the angels were singing and I was like that's it that's the one <laughs> that's amazing so McKenna helped help name my boutique I'll call her like a co-namer
0: here <laughs> wow I'm <laughs> <That was> getting <laughs> so much credit I didn't even right. expect it <laughs> her favorite model <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's,
2: McKenna is like one of my most favorite supporters she Big like fan. I'm, well, I'm gonna gush on you and like McKenna literally today after this podcast is like dropping her schedule to come over and model again.
0: So <laughs> when I say you don't like, have to twist my arm too much, I do right? enjoy it.
2: I, find yourself a McKenna, you all. <laughs> <for> McKenna. <That's laughs> amazing. And, and if Jenna was not in Boston, she would be here too. So like, I know I wish I could teleport. I I know. You'd have the rhyming duo, Jenna yeah. and McKenna. Right. <laughs> anyway, okay. So the boutique is called Love Odette. So you can find us at loveodette.com. Um, our Instagram, because Instagram tried to, one of my hiccups was Instagram trying to, uh, take away my perfect name. So my Instagram handle is shop.loveodette. Um, and then for photography, my name is Cassie with an I, so CassieClaire.com and then at Cassie
0: Claire. So perfect. yay. Thank yay. you so, so much, Cassie. We loved having you on here as always. Um love to know where to find you and you guys know where you can find us uh, on njspark.co or njsparkco on instagram and before we go i'd love to share one of cassie's favorite verses job eight twenty one. he will yet fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with a shout of joy thank you for joining us you guys we'll see you back here in two weeks